It's a bitch hunt. 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 Well, another week. Another week, we another, another episode. Like clockwork. Pitch Hunt Podcast. You can set your car to it. Yeah, you know it's Wednesday. That's something you do. You know it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. <laughs> it's Pitch yeah. Hunt time. Yeah. How are you lads doing today? Pretty good. Yeah. That was not I'm a always. Ver- I'm always doing pretty good when it's almost summertime. Yeah. Have you been enjoying the good seasonal summer weather? That was a question for you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, in all honesty, it's already too hot in Texas. It's either too hot or it's too like big. very rainy. Oh, yeah. But Th- those are the two things that I know about yeah. Texas. It's hot and it's big. Well, as we say in Iowa, the corn's growing. Which means that the sun's yeah. Out. Is it is it approaching knee high as we near the Fourth of July? Uh, I think that by the Fourth of July, it's going to be knee high, lads. Uh, we've got a good we got a good amount of rain early on, and now it's just really sunny. So like it's it's spurring growth. This well, is listeners, if you liked that little tidbit from Will, you're going to be excited about this episode. <laughs> it's about corn. We're doing a corn-based corn. episode. <laughs> Not corn with a K. Corn oh. with a C. Corn with a K, which is a band that originated in Iowa, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or was that just a joke that somebody uh, made? No, I think we thought it was corn with a K, but then it turned out to be like some other awful band. What? what God damn it. I'm, I'll look it up. Okay. Please, please do. I wow. think it, I think it was. Our yeah. listeners deserve I think to know. It was corn. Our listeners do yeah. deserve to know. But even if they don't find out, that's already a good fun fact. That corn, <laughs> corn isn't from Iowa. <laughs> corn is not. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that that's true, though. I, I will not. I, I will not admit that until it's actually looked up. The music of Iowa, Wikipedia. <laughs> I feel like there's an easier way to find Slipknot. this out. Slipknot. I'm Googling corn oh, birthplace right now. Slipknot. Slipknot. Corn with a K is from Bakersfield, California. Yeah. We've moved I forgot pa- that they not just have corn with a K, but also a backwards capital R. Yeah. There, that was like... Uh-huh. That's pretty bold. I mean, like, yeah, the 90s, there was corn, there was Toys R Us. They were, it was like the heyday for backwards R's. It was the thing to do if you either wanted to have an edgy metal band or a playful children's toy store yeah that's a strong trend yeah (laughs) not sure if that yeah if you could if you could make a good graph out of backwards r and its correlation to one or it would make an interesting uh venn diagram i think more than anything yeah um to see what the similarities were between those those two seemingly very different worlds yeah, if you're listening to this and want a little project for the summer, uh, make we that fan art and tweet it at us. Tweet it at us or email it to us so that we can steal it and then tweet it from our Pitch Hunt Twitter account. Yeah, we won't give you credit. <laughs> no, we won't. 
we will say thank you. We may, we might say thank you in the email. We might not respond to your email, um, but you will be able to see that from a, a high powered podcast Twitter account. And isn't that a reward? Yeah, enough? as we know, uh, the way we uh, pay workers these days is clout. That's the that's the currency. So, uh, but 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 not actually. Uh, yep. Not actually acknowledgement. You know, just like the you can you can tell your friends that you made this, and they may or may not believe you. Truer words have never been spoken. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you said it because I was afraid to say it, but you said it. I'm not afraid to say the bold truths. That's what I love about you, Will. What I also love about me is that I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna lead today (laughs) off. Wow, (laughs) I like this. Extremely corn pitch. Yeah, I like this extremely confident yeah. new version of Will. So anyway, how amazingly like if I just derailed this entire thing because we, as we know, we plan very intensely for these episodes. How funny! Yeah, we spent our hours of of planning just got totally derailed by me just like fucking commandeering this episode and making it all about corn. Like, what would you be able to do? I'm the first one who's pitching. Like, you're going to have no choice but to do two other corn pitches after me. That would be a real problem if we hadn't already decided that it was going to be corn. So I don't know why you're taking credit for this right now, Will. <laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> you might have to commandeer to make it something else. Like, I don't know, uh, summer camp or... Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what? Fuck you guys. What? I'm gonna do. My, I'm gonna do it about summer camp. I know we talked for a long time about doing uh, about corn. Oh, damn it. God damn it, Will. <laughs> As you know, we Luke and I at least spend the six days between each recording of, of Pitch Hunt carefully storyboarding and planning out our pitches. We spent the last six days storyboarding our corn pitches. Often and Jacob and I will even film a feature film. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> based on our pitch. I know that you guys, I know you guys, you've quit your jobs. You're doing this full time now. You've got these yeah. cork boards filled with um, l- uh, luxury pitch ideas, but I, I feel like I don't uh-huh. get a lot of respect, man. I edit every single episode, and I'm I'm making my stand, even though I only spend like, you know, the 15 minutes before 12 o'clock on on Tuesday uh, midnight. You know, sorry, 11:59 no, on I'm- Tuesday. <laughs> like, okay, sure, sure. I still deserve my credit, yeah, man. Well- you're you're right, Willie. We appreciate you. I deserve you. respect. The We're fans, gonna do it about the summer fans. camp. <laughs> okay, okay. We can you can do it about summer camp. Just this and once. Because we appreciate you. The fans appreciate that you give them an episode every Wednesday. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can take Thank it this you. time. I, I'm just saying, I, I know like I am the most uh you know i don't i don't do a lot of planning like pitch wise but i i i i contribute to this episode this season series in my own way yeah god yeah i again i love the confident and now like slightly belligerent version of will i'm not entirely (laughs) sure where this is coming from but like if you could carry this energy throughout the entire episode, I think we're gonna have something really special on our hands here, Will. Okay, so here's my pitch. <laughs> there is a boy, and his name is Bill, and he doesn't get a lot of respect. <laughs> and he uh, is 12 years old, but he carries the chip 
of a 38-year-old man on his shoulder. <laughs> uh, and, and, keep going, and, keep going. And you know what that chip's made out of? It's made out of corn. Corn? It's made out of corn. All right, so he carries a 38-year-old man's corn chip <laughs> yeah, on his shoulder. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see where you're going with this. As you can t- it's a yeah. little weird. <laughs> Is it glued there? <laughs> Is it just, like, precariously perched on his shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> so, Is it salted? <laughs> Where's the guac, Will? It's, uh, it's not salted. Well, it's, like, very lightly salted, but the, the it's, like, more sort of like that gross lime paste. It's one of those, like... Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 Hint whoa. of lime is trash. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we going to have to have a fight on our podcast right now we've Do never you guys fighted seriously on not like hint of lime <laughs> we've never fighted once but if there's ever a reason to fight uh i feel like if if anything this is this is uh fodder for a twitter poll i i was under the impression that hinto lime was generally accepted to be an absolutely delightful so, twist on the classic corn chip i think if you don't have taste yeah what what yeah <laughs> what <laughs> Oh man. This is genuinely I've been friends with you guys for going on like 25 years now and how have this how has this never come My, up? I I'm going to be diplomatic here. <laughs> by which I mean I'm probably just on record on live recording going to be throwing both of you on the bus and and be and say like I I think they're merely fine. I take the middle route on this. <laughs> oh, God. I think that, All right, this is not I worth think it. that actually <laughs> like the first the time then. that I've had one like I have a I sometimes purchase bags of them and I'll have one and I'll be like, "Hey, this is pretty good." And then my tongue just feels bad after about 17 of them. And as as you know, I'm like constitutionally unable to have less than 5 chips in one sitting, you know. I yeah. actually really yeah, have yeah. to have about half the bag, and so yeah. <laughs> maybe it's maybe yeah. it's just that I'm eating That's too normal, many though. chips. But like, a chip should be designed so that you can have too much of it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Jacob? I do. Yeah, I do. You know, know what's what you're interesting saying, well. though, Willie. I I kind of thought that this character Bill was going to be a lot like you, but there's no way that you could have a 38 year old man's chip on your shoulder and not just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I have standards. Like, if it's 38 years old, it's going to be pretty stale, Luke. Oh, the chip is that Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is getting way too confusing way too early. So the the man had the chip from birth, and then he gave it to Bill when he was 38. Yes. But Bill was 12, but the man was 38. I'm sorry. A 38-year-old man. You want to you want to start fresh and and be a little bit clearer with your uh, with your staging and your characters in the universe of this. I'm sorry, guys. Don't don't apologize. Just in go. the universe of my pitch, which is a pitch. I, you know, I don't get a lot of respect on this show, but I do plan sometimes, and I plan this. Okay, you planned for the corn in episode. the universe. Of this, of this, of this movie, which will be made by an esteemed director, probably in the next three or four years. Everybody, yeah, everybody, the, when they are yeah. born, gets a chip. It's their birthday chip. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they're not allowed to eat it. But it's, <laughs> but it's hint of lab. 
that what you're saying? And the problem with Bill is... Oh, fuck. Was he born without a chip? He was born with a chip, but it was a hint of lime chip. And no, nobody likes hint of lime. In this universe, Jacob, in this universe, <sighs> nobody likes hint of lime. I'm out. I'm out. I, I, the suspension of disbelief just went flying out the window because I, I can't imagine a world so like that. So here's Bill. He's got this hint but, of lime chip on his shoulder. And all of his little classmates, little Mary, who he has a crush on, she's got like a nice barbecue chip on her shoulder. Uh, That's not even a corn chip. Big Goofy... <laughs> The class bully, he has a fucking uh, uh, Cool Ranch Dorito on his shoulder. Everybody loves oh, him man. because there's cool in the name of his chip. Even Ranch. though he's a bully? <laughs> this is like a, a like kind of a 90s era movie where the bullies are cool. Okay. Is that a thing in 90s movies? <laughs> I don't think there was ever an era of film where bullies were, were Yeah, like cool. the cool kids. They like, like mean girls. I mean, mean girls, like the bullies are cool. Everybody reveres them. That's true. I guess yeah. that's kind of true. So you mean it's more like a 2000s bully movie? Yeah. Okay, sure. Early early 2000s. Tina Fey, Tina Fey wrote this. I mean, like I wrote this, Is but this like, a- Tina, I'm yeah. like channeling Tina Fey. <laughs> She's gonna yeah, direct yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this gonna be a live action, uh, like a uh, representation of the video game Bully, where the bully that is the star of the video game is just a side character? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, anyway, all these guys go off to summer camp because that's what they're trying to do. Is they're going to summer camp? Um, their their parents they've had enough of them. They yeah. got jobs to do. They can't handle kids at home all the time. Yeah, they do. Nobody can do that. Imagine if we had kids home all the time. Society would collapse. So everybody's at summer camp, um, and it's called Camp Chip <laughs> Command. Camp Chip Command. Great name. So anyway, everybody's at Chip Camp Chip Command. Um, I mm, can I can I ask a question quickly, yeah. Will? Um, so uh, the gears in my mind are spinning and I'm thinking is this too complicated in this universe, to pitch for you? It's a, my brain is overheating a tiny bit and only partially because I had to turn off my air conditioning unit before we started recording because it's really loud. Um, Jacob, thank and you. It's very, it's very hot in Minnesota right now. I, yeah, I did that you know for what? you, Will. That was out of respect I, for you. I, I did get that. enough respect on this podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm glad we resolved that. But my question still is. Since every child is born with a chip on their shoulder, mm-hmm. um, what is like? I, I feel like the, the the this society would have a complicated relationship with like eating chips, uh-huh. and I don't know exactly like what those dynamics would be because um, I am at like. I guess just just it, I'm still really caught up on like the 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 way that the chip is attached to the shoulder like cuz if it's like if it's like stuck to the shoulder there will be some chip eating by some kind of there will be some chip skin there'll, graft there'll be, there'll, some, chip there'll eating, be some chip eating and like eating chip, this pitch. chips chips there's like a, a, a normal economy for like snack chips in this world well yeah yeah and like chips like I I don't I don't even know what my question is well I th- I think you should maybe just okay, go so on Okay so they're at camp <laughs> And, um, what was his name? Daffy the, Daffy the bully. This fucking guy. He's always just, uh, he's, 
pranking the hell out of Bill all the time. Because Bill doesn't get enough <laughs> respect, man. So he, what do you mean by cranking the hell out of Pranking. Him? <laughs> it sounds really self-pranking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, you made me laugh, Jacob. So, uh, okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, let me compose myself. Uh, he's being mean. Ugh. He's being mean. He's just like doing a lot of uh, sick jokes, like pulling massive wedgies on Bill's bottom and uh, giving massive noogies on Bill's head. You know, like how pranks are. It's, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So giving him some wet yeah, billies. giving him some wet billies, <laughs> which is in this universe what they call wet Williams. And <laughs> so there's like, oh yeah, um. So anyway, there's like this uh, series of challenges uh, that Ugh. they have to do um, to win. It's kind of like a Hogwarts rules. Like there's the, the whoever gets the most points wins, and um, uh-huh. and and Billy and his massive crush, uh, little little Wendy. It's <laughs> definitely not her name before. Yeah, she's she's Mary. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mary Wendy. Sorry, she goes by her middle name. Okay. So Wendy, yeah. uh, she, she, um, she, uh, Bill has a massive crush on Wendy, Mary Wendy, and uh, he's not. He's getting pranked. He's every nobody. He gets no respect. But then in the last challenge, um, he, uh, Mary gets uh, Wendy. Mary gets stuck in uh, down the river, d- down the old uh, MSG river, and. Um, uh, or you know, so no, sorry. What's a good preservative? Sodium bicarbonate. Um, the old that's what? It's just like baking powder. That's baking just baking soda. soda. <laughs> what do they? What do I they think. use for? What do they use for chippies? I don't. I don't know. They probably use like a a great many different chemicals. Um, let's just call it freshness river. Yeah, yeah. So there, yeah. Yeah. she gets stuck down Freshness River. There, it was like a whole gauntlet where you had to like go do whitewater rafting. And as it turns out, little little Billy, his uh, his dad, who's gone now, used to teach him uh, fresh. Uh, That's wild. Some whitewater rafting, and so he was actually really good at it. Um, and and so little Billy actually is able to. Uh, go upstream, like paddle upstream to get L- little Mary Wendy, um, and save oh, her. Yes. And for that, he's awarded yes three thousand points, That's- which is a lot of points. Because yes. up until then, everybody's getting like two or three points, you know. So it just like blows like everybody out of the water. Uh, both yeah, both in terms of he got Mary Wendy out of the water, but also in terms of he's got the most points now. Is it is it water though? Yeah, so many layers. And then at the end of the movie, uh, Daffy's like, "Man, I shouldn't have disrespect you, man. You're kind of cool, you s- <laughs> goofy." Daffy. His name's Daffy. <laughs> oh, it's his middle name, yeah. Daffy. Goofy Daffy. And he goes by that. <laughs> Daffy. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then Mary's like, Bill. You saved my life. Do you want to come over to the camp later? And Bill's like, oh, hell yeah. And then they eat each other's chips. The end. 
Yo, that's so fucked up. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's a sexual thing. <laughs> you like save your chips till you. <laughs> till you're ready. Yeah, it's like Avatar. You're, you're kind of mated for life. And wow. Wow. And they're 12? <laughs> and they're ready to make that kind of commitment? <laughs> In this movie, it's kind of like reverse Hobbit situation. Um, 12-year-olds are actually like more like 23, you know? <laughs> they're more like 38, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was just in an early draft. Okay. Um, so, first off, I love it, obviously. Um, the, Plus one. The, the, the one small bit of criticism... Uh, that I have is that uh, you've you've created a, a world that is so complex and so different and has so many rituals that we don't understand <laughs> that and and like you, these these new things are getting thrown at us so quickly that I think the average viewer might be in a constant state of befuddlement while they are watching this that would maybe distract from the beautiful tender sweet story of like redemption getting the respect that one deserves and like eating chips i think that that's more on tina think, fey and not on me you know yeah this this too i mean it seems like a movie that you'd have to watch multiple times to understand those rituals it's a it's a cult classic yeah that's a, that's a fair point that's also a dynamite way to ensure repeat customers at the cinema yeah it, this isn't like a movie produced for the mass of buffoons. Yeah, sure. It's a, uh, it's something niche for people with discerning tastes, gotcha. like chips that aren't touch a line. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even what they're called. <laughs> it's not even what they're so called. That's t- uh, I forgot. Touch is like the the middle name of the chip. <laughs> hint touch. Hint of touch of lime. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Not to belabor the point, but like, so cor- here. Okay, I, I just I'm going to say this very quickly. Corn chips on their own can be kind of bland. They're a fine snack, but they really need like an extra little something-something, like, like a salsa, a cheese dip, or a, a, a guac to dip in to be like a, a truly like really good snack. Uh, Doritos, also delicious. You get like potato chips, that type of thing, also delicious, but um, they are kind of oily and um, you, know, you kind of feel gross after eating, eating a lot of them. Hintaline chips rides that razor edge like Tony Hawk grinding a rail um, between like I don't know like a, a big warehouse and maybe the outside I, I don't know I don't I don't know that much about Tony Hawk. The point is a, 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 a hintaline chip turns a, a, the humble tortilla chip from a vessel for a dip into a standalone dynamite snack of its own mm. one man's take for your I consideration think, well i've i've never heard that argued so i well. think it, <laughs> yeah very very impassioned eloquent made me cry a little bit and i also think i think you're right i think that you've hit on a couple good points one it's it's borderline uh bold almost to put a hint of lime on a corn chip <laughs> but also i think maybe we uh-huh. want to consider the fact that like Maybe Luke just isn't enjoying his hint of lime chips very much because we all know Luke fucking hates condiments of all kinds. Um, That's true. It, do I'm you, a, I'm a I picky think maybe, eater. How do you? F- so I, I I think you've won me over with that argument though, Jacob. I'm I'm back on board. Wow. Hint of lime isn't trash. I love, it's great. We all have reconciled. <laughs> Thank we you. We all respect one another. 
Wow. I'm I, glad I, I went I first was... just for the friendships <laughs> that we made along the way. I was going to. I was going to say I was a little bit worried that we would never speak to one another again after this episode if we didn't resolve that in the first act. But with that no. resolved, um, I feel like I got to say, I need more than just a hint of Jacob and Will in my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. We got to start selling merch so that we can we can put that on a t-shirt. I feel like all three of us need to get sponsored by Tostitos, too. Yeah, We do. I also had a an idea last night um, that maybe we should be talked about off air that we should just start doing ads during this for products that we like in the hopes that they will like pay us to do it. <coughs> yeah. 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 On, on the podcast that I never aired, we did ads. Yeah. They weren't for real products, but I, I feel like we'd probably have more success with real products. Everybody should eat Tostitos. That's my take. And you know what else? You know what else? Other people, other what you know? What other thing people should eat? <coughs> this is going well. <coughs> Starburst. Yeah. We like, we Get like a Starburst. big old three pound bag of Starburst. Eat it all to yourself and allow all of your friends to get their own three pound bags of Starbursts. Yeah. But don't do it every day for six months. Or yeah. You'll, or you'll. G- <laughs> Do not eat exclusively Starburst. You will die and have crazy colorful shits. The end. (laughs) That was a really good ad. That was a really good ad. I hope you're listening, Starburst's CEO. We'll be in touch. And Capri Sun. We've already made an ad for you. Oh yeah, you wanna you wanna run that one real quick? Can you you think you two can do that live? Uh, we can. I'll just. I'll just. You know, I said I was gonna cut down (laughs) on editing time here, but I'll I'll just put the song in right here. And if Will forgets, just imagine a really dope song about Capri Sun. What do you drink when your throat is dry? Capri Sun! Capri Sun! When your throat is dry, what do you buy? Capri Sun! Capri Sun! What can you drink when your arms go? I don't know. Capri Sun, bro! Wow, guys, wasn't that a great oh, song? Amazing song. What a fucking bop. What a blast from the past. That made me want Capri Sun really bad yeah. i went out during that song and i bought some capri sun and i'm drinking capri sun right Guys, now i'm not gonna lie back, I've, back me up on this i salivated a little bit <sighs> i took a capri sun hung it up on the wall hooked an iv needle into it and it's just flowing into my veins that sounds very dangerous do not listeners do not do that at home <laughs> luke is a luke is a, a qualified medical technician contact your medical care provider to set up your own IV. Do not try that at I hate, home. And I hate to uh, interrupt the, the sweet, unorthodox structure of this episode, but uh, <laughs> who wants to go next? Oh, did we ship, did we ship your, your last pitch? I think it's a given. Okay. It yeah. was great. Yeah, I'm going to ship it down the Flavor River into uh, Chip, Comment, Chip Commander. Well, I don't remember what the, the camp was called, but I'm shipping it there, whatever its <laughs> name was. Command, so Chip Command. <laughs> Chip Command. Chip command. That's where it's going.
I wish I'd gone to that summer camp. Well, Luke, why don't you tell us a story about uh, another summer camp that you'd like to go to? Okay. So my story is about a young lady who sometimes feels like she doesn't get the respect she needs. Her name is Jill Farty. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a bit of a chip on her shoulder, but not a literal chip. Um, The thing is, she's great. She knows she's great. Um, She's smart. She's beautiful. She's funny. But she's not having much success in her love life. And she thinks, you know what? All the movies, all all the pop culture I've consumed has been telling me Summer camp is the place to get some romance. This is promising to be dangerously meta, Luke. Yeah, it, it probably won't be. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have much planned. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so, Jill, um, she gets to uh, command chap summer camp. Yeah. Where all the good chaps are going to be. Ooh. And then also her. and. Her foreign exchange friend, uh, Jacoba Sanderson. <laughs> yeah. She sounds great. Sounds super foreign. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they happen to be the only two ladies at this all-chap summer camp. So it's not um, formally all-chap, but basically. Yeah. I think, like, legally it can't be all-chaps for some reason. Do they have Maybe. to? Do they have to wear chaps in order to get in? <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. That's the loophole. So this, obviously, this is going to have to be filmed with actors who are over eighteen. Sure. Well, I don't Play. think I don't think all chaps are assless. <laughs> Aren't they? If that's I what you're they thinking. Were by definition. No, I don't they think so. I think that's why there's a thing chaps, that's assless so chaps. Uh... Right. That would just be. That would be redundant. I thought it was just. I thought it was a redundant thing. I don't think so. I don't. I don't I'm, I'm know. giving this a Google right now. I don't know. Are a whole all, lot. Are all chaps assless? Um, you know what? Turns out I might need to do a deeper dive, and we'll we'll circle back to this. Just tell listeners. you what, I'll, I'll do the googling. You continue with your pitch. I'll report back in a minute. I got a lot of results out of that though, so I can tell you people are talking about that on the internet. All right, I can report back already. Um, all chaps are assless. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Luke, I want to apologize. Chaps with, <laughs> Chaps with the seat would be called trousers. I am chastened, and I learned something. <laughs> so, uh, Jill and Yakoba, they get to camp, and they're like, look at all these asses that we're seeing. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> and then you get, like, I mean, they're, they're probably, like, 30-year-old actresses. The men are between 25 and 35. Um, but there's one counselor who looks like even older because counselors have to be older, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, typically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this new counselor happens to be hot as heck. Mm. Like, Lordy. like if your eyeballs could eat, they'd want to eat this guy right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks like he's maybe seen some shit. Um, like he, he looks kind of grizzled in a weird way, but still smoking hot. Um, nice. so Jacoba says to Jill, Hey, Jilly Bean, <laughs> I think one of us should try to have sex with this hot new counselor who looks like he's seen some shit. And 
Jill is like, hey, Jacoba Bean. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a good idea. Um, Before we get too far, can I... In, um, how, how old are they supposed to be, and how old is the counselor supposed to be? They're They're supposed to be... 16 and he's 17 <laughs> gotcha a grizzled 17 but in, in reality your 17th they, year does shit to you yeah it does well they he says he's 17 sure so they they hope he's 17 does he show them his driver's license no fuck dude yeah it's, it's kind of sketchy yeah it's sketchies um but nevertheless they they're like yep we want to get in uh what should what should the counselor be named? Like Duke or something? Yeah. We want to get in, in Duke's chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, sorry. No. Okay. There's multiple ways to to get into someone's chaps other than directly through the assless part. So I'm just gonna <laughs> not even ask you what I was gonna ask. <laughs> I mean, they're they're open to whatever. Sure. You know? They're DT. Whatever. They're ready to explore this summer. Yeah. Um, so they're doing some normal summer camp stuff, but uh, they're also trying to flirt with this new counselor, Duke. And it seems to be working. Like, he seems to be taking a shine to Jill in particular. Nice. And Yakoba, being the wonderful wingman she is, is like all for it. She's not jealous. She's just trying to help Jilly Bean out. Sounds like Jill gets enough respect. <laughs> Well, she she's starting to feel respected for the first time That's in her great. life, and maybe because of that, she's not quite as cautious as she should be when she's approaching this hot, new, yet grizzled counselor, mm-hmm. Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Duke <coughs> invites her to his counselor cabin one night, um, her guard is totally down, and the only thing she's thinking about is Jacoba's challenge to get one giant, beautiful hickey on her neck. <laughs> bare bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, emphasis on the bear because <laughs> touching his bare butt cheeks is first base in this universe or second base. I don't sure, know. sure, <laughs> sure. So it's not just the camp. Wait, 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 the wait, 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 wait. Chap, Chaps are just like like them just everywhere, uh, not facing one another, but like just kind of like bending down in opposite directions so that their bare asses touch. That's first base. That's first base. Yeah. Okay. Then getting a giant. Giant hickey is like halfway to first base. What about getting a <clears throat> getting a giant hickey on the butt? That's halfway to second base. Okay. Gotcha. What's third base? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll find out okay. later on. We'll have to see how Jill's night goes. <laughs> so Jill gets in there, and uh, to her surprise, she doesn't even have to convince him to to give her a hickey. He's like, he goes in for the neck immediately. Just like, as soon as she walks through the door, he's like on her like a leech. Yep. It's hot. This must um, be like crazy sexual tension. Yeah, and turns out, even though the name of this camp is... Chaps. Command Chap oh, Camp. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, the movie's going to have a different title. It's going to be Camp Vamp. No! Because this counselor is a vampire. <laughs> no! Are you a little bit worried that giving away the twist in the title of the movie might, you know, be a a bummer for some? I think, like, some people might... Most people probably will just think it's a typo. Sure. And it's supposed to be Camp Vape. 
<laughs> vape, sure. Because it's all the teens are vaping. All the teens are vaping. It's what's. It's all the teens do. And there, <laughs> there will be a, a like a, a picture on the cover of the movie poster to throw you off that scent of jelly bean vaping. <laughs> like sucking on that vape. Yeah, and yeah. there'll also be some like. Uh, so, some music that's just building and building. So it might be like a vamping uh, yeah. musical <laughs> yeah. excerpts. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So much like um, It Follows, this movie's going to take a hard, serious turn into the realm of like a STI commentary. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a sex makes you a vampire, that kind I of see. thing. Yeah. Sure. If if you do it with the wrong person, and even second base, by the sounds of it, can turn you into a vampire. So it's like even even easier. Yeah. What, what second base again? Oh, I thought second base was getting a big old hickey. It was getting a hickey on your butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that's true. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I think that's actually halfway to first base. <laughs> <laughs> I thought getting a getting a hickey on your butt was halfway to second base. So half yeah. between first and second base. <laughs> Halfway to first base is hitting you on the neck. Right, we really need to be ready. First base stuff down. is going back to back and touching your bare yeah, 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 In this yeah, universe, yeah. they don't care about the bases themselves. They care about the halfway point between bases. Right. It's it's like the modern modern MLB. Yeah. Because <laughs> sh- everyone's shifting. favorite play in baseball is the old yeah. pickle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's where they live here. That's awesome. Between the bases. <laughs> going back and forth. That's like... Is that deep? And speaking of pickles, between second and third, yeah, you lady in the tramp a pickle between some holes that aren't your mouth. Whoa! 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 Oh man, I need a second to yeah. let that movie, sink in. Sorry, I didn't think this pitch was going to be officially got an R rating. <laughs> I regret everything. <laughs> I regret live, everything. Live so life far. without regrets. But. That's right. Let me let me wrap this up. Okay. So, what happens then is that Jill, she's a vampire now. She has to deal with it, um, and she makes it her mission to go around different summer camps, educating people on the dangers of unprotected hickeys. Um, wow. And then the other thing she does is is hunt down vampires who are preying on younger kids because she discovers that that this counselor who looked so grizzled was grizzled because he's like uh edward cullen years old oh how many years old is edward cullen yeah he's real old because he's a vampire it's like hundreds of years old yeah wow so she also tracks down other vampires between her her counseling sessions and pops their heads off nice is that how you kill these vampires is just you do yeah. you grab their head between your cheeks and pop it off with a nice little like forward tuck? Exactly. Nice. I feel like I That's felt cool. like a yes, massive yes. shock of deja vu with what you just said there, Jacob. Have we talked about crushing someone's head between cheeks before on this podcast? <laughs> Not that I can remember, but what? <laughs> it seems unlikely. <laughs> Seems like a really, really specific scenario. Maybe there's just something wrong with me. I'm getting false deja vu positives. <laughs> uh, Maybe that's just a thing that you're into, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> I just, well, much like the characters of this film, I've just shown my whole ass there. 
Yep, whatever you say, Will. Whatever you say. Uh, so that that's that's the, the end of the film. Yeah, I feel like it didn't didn't really have much of a third act. Well, the, it was but, the third act was implied. Than my pitch, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> I think the, the third <laughs> act was implied in that you know she's going to be going around uh, popping heads and talking to talking to youngins. Maybe we don't making know. The world a better place. Like in the universe, they don't know how to kill the vamps, and she like somehow stumbles upon the discovery that you kill them by crushing their heads between your butt cheeks. But only after you've had, like, a really garlicky meal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe there could be garlic-laced condoms involved. Or garlic-laced butt plugs? Or... Or... Go on, Luke. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on Luke. Silver bullet-laced butt plugs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the butt plugs are actually just guns. I thought that was a werewolf thing yeah maybe you're right i don't know uh give it a google give it a google <laughs> this has been a research heavy is, heavy episode uh, but. This, this is an episode where we're really missing melvin yeah our fact checker it's a shame that we had to lay him off for the pandemic yeah well it's really mostly because he was you know getting a cut of our profits and we wanted yeah. more money yeah. each and because he became a Dogecoin millionaire and quit. Yeah. That, well, you know, I didn't want to say that because it's a sore point, but Melvin... Did you look that up or, or not? Well, no, I didn't. I was so concerned about Melvin and wistful about Melvin that I forgot that I had to do his job now. How to kill a vampire. I think it's just garlic and a, like a steak yeah, through the heart, it, maybe. It wa- it's it's vampires. I think that's a silver bullet. Garlic keeps them away. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. It's no, no. werewolves. That's a silver. Yeah, bullet. garlic, yeah, 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 mirrors yeah, yeah. and sunlight, crucifix and holy water, a stake through the yeah. heart, decapitate and burn, ah. a brick, stone, or vine between the teeth. What? Uh, no silver bullet. So, look at me. Big old ding ding. You've got egg on your face. You Luke. drink so much holy water that your um your swass becomes laced with holy water. But it's oh, really really gross. What, well, I mean, what's the difference between a metal stake through the heart and a silver it's, bullet it's a, through the it's heart? It's a wooden stake through the heart. Oh, okay. Luke, you have a two egg omelet on your face okay. right now. Well, then it's a wooden bullet. <laughs> Bullets are dope and Definitely. cool. I think we can all agree with that. <coughs> bang, bang. Definitely. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, right, I think we can have all a All right, Luke, I am satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, I'm satisfied. I would like to uh, oil up my cheeks and grasp that uh, pitch firmly in between them and then shoot it out. I'm shipping I would it, like is what I'm saying. to be... <laughs> we didn't even... We didn't even like explore this but i like this pitch so much i'd like to be i'd like to try to steal home and get caught in a pickle between home and third base <laughs> with this pitch so to be, be clear nasty, are really? you not shipping it <laughs> no in, in this universe that means shipping it what universe <laughs> Oh, I'm so confused. That's this is not a we, good place for me to be at the beginning of my pitch. Now, when what we said makes no sense, as we just say in the universe. Yeah, I think it's implied that it's a universe where you don't need to state that chaps are assless, and, and that 
being on base is actually being in a pickle between bases. And being in a pickle between bases is actually shipping a yeah. pitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm so confused. Keep I'm up, too confused. Jacob. I can't. I can't keep up, man. Please recommend your friends to listen to our podcast. We'd really love it. It would mean a lot if they give us a shot. It don't take a lot of thought to listen to our podcast. We're just talking. And sometimes there's songs. Well, I hope your pitch is less confusing. I'm frazzled. But you should take it away. All right. I'm going to take it away. Um... I'm just so frazzled right now. Give me a second to collect my thoughts. Okay, my thoughts are collected. It's the last day of school at Herbert H. Hoover High School. Middle school. Where's El- that? Elementary. Middle school. Um, it's in, uh, it's in like, uh, southern, southern Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, somewhere in that, sure. in that region. Um, Herbert, Herbert H. Hoover High School. It's not a high school. I, I it just like flows off the tongue so much more easily than middle school, but it's a middle school. Um, we catch up with a, a group of friends um, that are celebrating the fact that it's the last day of school, and they're talking about their summer plans. And friend number one says to friend number two, "Hey, friend number two, what are you gonna do this summer?" Apparently, they haven't had a chance to talk to each other about their summer plans before this moment. They've probably been studying too hard. They've been studying Herbert Hoover Middle School. Herbert H. Hoover Middle School, mm. where they are in the seventh grade. Uh, yeah, they've been studying very hard. It's a prestigious middle school. Um, <clears throat> basically, I guess we don't have to talk about the middle school too much because it's summer break, yeah, man. Maybe. And like they're just psyched yeah, yeah. about that. So like one of the friends is talking about how hard finals were, and the other two friends are like, Will you shut up about school already? <laughs> like school is school is so over, you nerd. We're just talking about what we're gonna do this summer. And then the third friend who is has his feelings are hurt, but it's it's okay because like they're all friends, friend so they're just joking around. Just doesn't get enough respect. <laughs> he gets he gets the he gets the right amount of respect. This is, a, this is a one-time thing. They just snapped at him and they apologize immediately and they say to him, "I respect you so much as a friend that I know that that one thing that I said did did not damage Movies our friendship." Movies need more dialogue still like that. Friends. Just apropos of nothing. <laughs> yeah, they do. People affirmations. Saying, people saying we respect yeah. you. <laughs> I agree. That's how it goes in real life. There will be a lot of that. Yeah, (laughs) there will be a lot of that in this movie. So friend number three says, I respect the fact that you apologized, and I respect the fact that you said that you respected me, and I respect you as well. And also friend number one, I respect you, and I just want to make that very clear. Um, And with these formalities out of the way, they can get about to talking about what they're going to do with their summer break in earnest. And friend number one says, I'm going to this hot new summer camp that... Wouldn't you believe it? Is an Amish country. What? <laughs> and friend number two says that is the one of the wildest coincidences I have experienced in my life. Because as you are saying that to me, I am remembering that I am also going to the same summer camp in Amish country. What? How do they know? Yeah. How do they know it's world. not two different Amish summer camps? There's only one Amish summer camp, and it's this Amish summer camp. It's called. The Amish summer camp for seventh grade boys from Herbert H. Hoover Middle School. 
Um, so unless there were two identical Amish summer camps that were both called that, these two know that they are going. I think to it's the same safe to say, uh, assume that they're and they going to the turn same excitedly. One. I think, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that, Will. Um, so friend one and friend two turn to friend three and they say, "We're both going to this Amish summer camp for boys in the seventh grade at Herbert H. Hoover Middle School. Are you going to the same summer camp?" And a look of sorrow passes like a shadow across his face. And he says, no, I did not know that there was this hot new Amish summer camp. And so I... What a... Oh, no. (laughs) What a loser. (laughs) I didn't beg my parents to sign me up. And the first two friends are crushed. Is it it too late (laughs) for for friend number three to register? So this is a thought that they have. Friend one and friend two say... Is it too late for you, friend three, to register for this summer camp? And friend three says, I don't know. I am only learning about this summer camp right now. How would I have that information? And because they're seventh graders in the modern age, they have smartphones. Um, uh, so they whip it out. I can and sense one of them- a wrinkle coming up here. <laughs> No, well, the wrinkle's about to happen right now because uh, his friend one chuckles and says, ah, think, when we're at this Amish summer camp, we won't be able to use these smartphones. But since we're not at this Amish summer camp, we can use this sum- this, this oh, cell phone to, crisis averted. Call, to call the Amish summer camp, I guess. <laughs> um, and so they call this number that they, one of them has a business card from the traveling summer camp membership salesman that rolled through town. <laughs> and they have a they have a phone number that goes to a that goes to a a trusted friend of the Amish who, commu- who communicates everything that the Amish need to, to know to them. Um, and so they call him up and they say, "Is it too late to register for the summer camp?" And the guy's like, "No, the more the merrier. Please come sign up." Oh, what luck! So fortunately, this early conflict is resolved almost immediately, uh, and every they're all happy. Um, so the the day comes a couple days later, and it's time for them to go to summer camp. And they uh, they get in one of the the all three of them they're they're all family friends and so one of their dads has agreed to drive them in a van um, to the border of Amish country at which point they will mount a a, a, a horse and buggy to be taken to this camp. Um, <clears throat> so they're driving along in the car and they're talking about how excited how exciting this is going to be and we get to see the countryside pass on by. Um, happy tunes are playing. Uh, they reach the edge of Amish country and there's a man with a pitchfork and a big straw hat waiting for them there. And, uh, he says, welcome to Amish country. Please step out of the vehicle. We will transport you (laughs) to our community. (laughs) Um, Uh, and friend to his dad's like, thanks. 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 Friendly Amish farmer. Uh, I trust you with these three boys because this is, I'm assuming, a trust a trustworthy summer camp the for boys. The Amish are known for their trustworthiness. Yeah, and the Amish man says, worry not English. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. He's like, yeah, your boys are, don't worry, your boys will be safe with us. We only have wholesome fun. Uh, good hard work, but also lots of fun for your boys to do. 
Um, and then they step out. Wait, of they're, the... doing, they're doing labor at this. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like the fun kind of hard work. It's like okay. it's like baling hay for a little while. So yeah. you're like, ah, I bailed some hay, and this is what yeah, the one of the boys has the same question, Luke, and he's like, Are we doing hard labor at this camp? And the, the Amish man says, No. It's just it's just a little little fun fun work to do. Lots of crafts, lots of uh, you know. You maybe you'll milk a cow. Maybe you'll go for a swim in a lake. It's a good time. But you knew this because it was all included in the brochure that accompanied the the business card that the traveling salesman who came through your town gave you. And they're like, ah, oh, oh, ha 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 ha. Oh, that's right. I remembered all of that. Um, and so then one of them whips out his his celly to take a selfie with the Amish man, and the Amish man says. He, he has a bit of a chuckle, and he says, take your photo, but then, you know, you will have to leave any electronics with your father. And so he takes the photo, leaves the electronics with the father, and the boys get on the cart, um, where there are already, you know, like a dozen or so other boys, and off they go to the camp. Um enjoying the scenery as it passes by uh there is a a a counselor that's in the back with a the guitar who strums a song and teaches them some camp songs and it's beautiful and it's idyllic and they're all having a good time and they arrive at the camp and they are assigned to their cabins and they go check them out and there's a great scene where they look in the cabins and it's like look there's a bed there's a there's a sink there's a toilet man i love it when i go to summer camp and talk about all the things in my cabin (laughs) (laughs) i love when there's a toilet they're having a great time they love it they're like these amish folks they're no different from you and i it's just that they don't have electronics i think it's gonna be all right So, uh, you know, uh, there is some kind of orientation stuff. They meet, um, they meet three counselors who are going to be their counselors at this, at this, uh, camp. One of them is the, the amiable man with the pitchfork and the straw hat that greeted them at the door or greeted them at the edge of Amish country. One of them is the, uh, is the counselor with the guitar who stood in the back. And then one of them is a... <clears throat> An older, an older man, an older woman, who is kind of standing in the shadows. <laughs> and when it comes time for her to introduce herself, she steps slowly forward from the shadows and introdu- introduces herself as um, Sister Broomhilda. And they all say, hello, Sister Broomhilda. And she says, I will be... I will be doing crafts with you uh, for two hours every afternoon. You will be with me, and we will be constructing dolls and friends from straw and corn husks and sticks and whatever mm. you may find on the land. And there, hey, Jacob. Yeah? I hear you mentioned corn. Yeah. All right. Have you actually not adapted your original corn pitch at all? Don't let Will hear you. <laughs> Guys, I briefly took off my headphones. What were you just talking about? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about everything. All right, all nothing, right. Nothing untowards was happening. We were just uh, talking about how Broomhilda was uh, not creepy and she was going to do crafts with okay. them. Okay. 
So all the boys are like, ah, oh, hell yeah, crafts. I love crafts. I'm going to do, do, do some crafts. And I'm Bro. really excited about crafts. that. And they're like high-fiving one another. And they're like doing high-fives and low-fives. And they're like, hell yeah, we're going to do crafts. Um, but it's not time for crafts yet. So they have themselves a, a lovely beginning of the day. They milk a cow. Uh, chuckling all the way. They bail some hay, chuckling all the way. They go for a dip in the swimming hole, and they have a splash about, and they're having a, they're having a wonderful time. And then it's time for crafts, and they're like, ah, man, we had such a great time with all the stuff that was going on earlier in the day, but all along, the thing that we wanted to do the most was all these dope yeah, crafts dude. with Broomhilda. Yeah. And so um, they all meet up, and Broomhilda's like, Welcome to Crafts with me, Broomhilda. Please follow me as I will take you into a small wooded thicket where we will collect materials for our crafts. And the boys are, are super jazzed about this. And then it's like a lot of more high fives going around. Like one of them tries to rip his shirt off because he's so excited <laughs> about doing all this crafting stuff. <laughs> But then he, he remembers that they're going to be going into a thicket, so probably he's going to want a shirt on so he doesn't get all scratched up. Um, but they, Brimhilda takes off, and they're, like, skipping and whistling behind her, still, like, slapping some fives for sure because they're really excited about this. <clears throat> and they make it into the thicket, and uh, in the thicket there are, like, all sorts of sticks and vines and leaves, and they're, like, These, they're, like so like happy. sounds like some super good craft materials. Dude, the thing about here's one thing. If you if there's one thing that you take away from this part of the pitch, it's that Broomhilda is really great at crafts and like she's a great counselor because of how good at crafts she is. So I hope that I've I've uh done enough to explain that. Yeah, she seems totally on the level. Yeah, she's like really on the level and she's great at crafts. Um so they've collected their stuff and they go into um this wooden uh wooden house um that has lots of crafting tables for them and <clears throat> they do their crafts and like friend one i suppose like maybe nah it's too late I, I don't need to give them names friend one uh makes himself like a dope little little uh little like a little man it's like made out of sticks and twigs and and he has like leaves for hair and he shows it to friend two, and he's like, "Friend two, check out this, check out this little dude I made." And friend two's like, "Yeah, dude, that's super awesome." <laughs> and friend two it like shows what he made, and is like this this little dragon thing that he made out of a bunch of vines and like some corn husks and stuff. Um, that sounds sick. With like little little uh, snail shells and scales and stuff. And friend one's like, "Yo, that's so sick." Um, and then friend three, um, they go, they turn to friend three, and they're like, "Friend three, what did you make?" And friend three, um, it looks a little embarrassed at first, um, and then he shows them what he's made, and it's uh, I don't know, like a horse or something. Nice. And he's like, I made. He's like, I made this, and he's like real bashful about it. He's like, I made this because I like horses, but like I'm a little embarrassed about liking horses because I don't know if you guys like horses. And friend one and friend two are like, Yeah, dude, we love oh, horses. Yeah. And like, they, they have Social like a bunch of more high fives. Yeah, dude. These three are such good friends. They're really great they really friends. Respect and each the, other. That's that's what friend two says to friend three. It's like, dude, I respect you so much that I don't care if what your your exact interests don't align with my exact interests because the mutual respect that's in display in this like threefold mm. friendship is off the yeah. chain. 
preach, 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 preach. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Fred 3 is like, I feel so fucking seen and heard right now. It's crazy. Um, so they're done with crafts time, and they're like, yo, Broomhilda, Broomhilda, can we take these crafts back with us to the cabin so that we may play with them? And Broomhilda's like, no, no, I would like you to leave them here in the crafting studio overnight just so that they do not go missing uh, during the night as there are many boys in the cabin and you never know when boys are boys they see something pretty and shiny and they might want to take it for themselves ain't that the truth Broomhelda yeah and friend three's like preach preach not suspect um, at all. and so yeah nothing weird about that <laughs> <laughs> makes sense sensible sensible good thought um, and so they all file out, and they're like, have some fucking weenies roasted over the fire for dinner, and they're like, have some s'mores, and they're like, having a great, great summer camp time. And it's just about time for bed, and friend one, two, and three are like, you know what would be really great is if we would sneak out at night for one last swim. Um, because that water is so fresh and clean, and after that campfire, you know... It's dope, but we smell kind of like campfire, and like it would be kind of nice. We got some soot in our hair and stuff, and it'd be kind of nice to have a wash before we went to bed. And the friend one and friend two are like, I respect the fuck out of that idea, and I'm definitely <laughs> going to go with you to sneak out and have a swim. <laughs> and so they all, uh, you know, all, all 15 of the boys are, are walking back to the cabin, and then, like, uh, uh, I don't know, they just like sneak off. <laughs> And uh, there, there, there's going to be like some kind of diversion or distraction. But the truth of the matter is, it's a very trusting community, so they just like sneak off, and they sneak off, and they go down to the water, and they like have a have a swim. And then when they get out of the water, they're like, "Yo, we should probably get back to the cabin because there's a possibility that one of the counselors is like making sure that all the boys are in the cabin or something." Um, yeah, that's <laughs> like it would be crazy, but they might be doing that, so we should maybe get back in there before they like do a head count before bed, so that they know. And make sure that they don't notice that there are three beds that are empty. Word. And uh, friend one and friend two are like, yeah, that's yeah, super sensible, bro. I'm like super on the same page with you on that. Uh, and so they start back towards the cabin, um, but then they see a little glimmer out of the corner of their eye. Friend two does, and he's like, bro, there's a glimmer <laughs> coming out of the crafting hut. What, 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 what? And friend one is like, bro, I see the same thing. There's a glimmer coming out of that hut. And friend three is like, yeah, I don't know, guys. I think maybe we should just go back to the cabin. And friend two is like, bro, like I respect your respect for authority and the fact that I don't think that any of us wants to get caught out. But also, like, there's a glimmer coming out of the, the crafting hut. And, like, don't you think we owe it to ourselves to, like, just sneak in there and make sure that our our crafts aren't ablaze? Indulge your curiosity, bro. Yeah, indulge your fucking curiosity. Respectfully, of course. Um... <laughs> And so friend three is like, you know what? That was a very sensible counterpoint, and I will go with you to the cabin, the hut, the the crafting hut, and make sure that our, uh, you know, there's not like some kind of rogue arsonist about, or like there's not something wacky going on. And so the three of them like sneak over to the cabin, and they like take a peek in the window. And here's the thing, guys. What's the thing, Jacob? Like, 
Yeah, what's the so thing? So actually, here is the thing that happens: is that yeah, what's the, the thing? Jacob? The window's only big enough for one of them to look in at a time, and so like, oh, no. w- friend one looks in, and he is scared silent. And friend two and friend three are like, friend one, what did you see? And friend one is just like shaking his head and he's like mouthing like something, but they can't tell what it is because he's not saying anything. And also it's quite dark outside, so they can't totally see what he's saying. There's a small amount of light coming out of the crafting hut, but it's not enough so that they can see what he's saying. So friend three takes a look inside the crafting building and he says, yo, and friend three is like, what do you see? And friend two is like, you're not going to believe this. I could explain it to you, but I think you'd better have a oh look for yourself. <gasps> and so friend three takes a look inside that window. And now the <gasps> camera is taking a look inside this window. Because at first it was only taking a look at the boys who were taking a look inside the window. But you couldn't see through the window what was going on inside. But now the front three is looking inside. The camera is also oh God, looking inside. Dude. So you can see what's going on inside. And guess what is going on inside. What's going on inside, Jacob? What, what is going on inside? Broomhilda is in there. And she's naked as fuck. <gasps> But, like, that's only the second wildest thing that's going on in there. No way. Because the first wildest thing that's going on in there is that she has brought these crafts to life. Oh, my God. No. What? Yeah. So, these three boys, uh, they, uh, they make, like, a tree and they leave. But they don't, like, totally leave because they want to go back to the cabin because they have developed a great deal of respect for the other boys. And so they burst into the cabin where the other 12 boys are snoozing and the counselor is waiting for them. And he's like, now I know it might be fun to go out and take a little swim before bed, but it is not an acceptable thing because we need to know where all of our children are. And friend one, friend two, and friend three clock him in the head. <gasps> Damn, Damn that's, that seems a little Damn, extreme. Dude. Let me rephrase that. Friend three, the wild card of the bunch, clocks <laughs> the counselor in the head. And friend one and friend two are like, don't you think that was a bit extreme? Like, it's possible that he's not in on this and it's all Broomhilda. And friend three says, no, I know that they're all in on it together. And friend uh, one and friend two are like, why? How do you know that? And friend three says, earlier, this is something that happened that wasn't shown to the rest of you. But I, but I totally saw Counselor and Broomhilda uh, fucking. Whoa! <laughs> okay. <laughs> And while that was happening, I'm a pervy seventh grade boy, so I stuck around a little bit to see what was going on. And while that was happening, the counselor said to Broomhilda, are you going to do your ritual tonight? And at the time, I didn't think anything of it. But now that I've seen this man again, and after I saw Broomhilda naked again, I connected the two in my mind, and I know for a fact that these two are in cahoots. Oh my god, that's airtight logic. Um, and that's what friend one and friend two say. They say, that's airtight logic, bro. Thank you for taking the sensible move of removing this possible threat from the situation so that we may do what we need to do to take care of it. 
Um, and then basically they like wake all the boys up and there's like a giant battle, um, color war style between all the boys and the, and the crafting oh creations and like many of them. I bet some of the crafting creations can like engage in combat in their own sort of unique way because of the media in which they were made, you know? So here's the thing about that is that the reason or not, not the reason, but the fact that, uh, one of them made a horse and the other one made like a dude means that one of the dude guy, the dude craft can ride the horse. horse. And then there's also Mm. like, there were some other dudes that were made. And like one of those dudes rides the dragon and that dragon can like totally fucking fly. And so, like, I've gone way over my allotted time already, but I'm just going to say that the fight is super gnar. Dude, um, I'm in Like, quite a, quite, a, quite a few of the boys are sadly killed. <laughs> no, um, dead but, boys. But, Even our main three? No, our main three okay. are, they, um, they wisely all link elbows and turn into, like, a three-sided whirling dervish of, like, uh, just, like, you know, destruction and whatnot. And, uh, friend three, who is the wild card, um, actually snuck a lighter in here. And then friend two, who is always, this is something that we know about him. He's very concerned about his hair. He has a thing of hairspray. And so they totally combine those two things and they make like a flamethrower. And it's like super effective against these crafts that are all made of very flammable things. And so they are eventually able to flamethrow all of the crafts and then all of Broomhilda. And then they're able to uh, hijack the car. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So they just burn Broomhilda alive? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, they, that's what okay. they end up having to do because she's like, you know, she's, she's up to no good. She's, she's evil. And uh, yeah, there's something about like what she was doing in there that was clearly evil because I could see uh, a, a concerned audience member being like, maybe she was just doing some like weird freaky thing with this, with these crafts. But like, there's something that's very evil that's happening there. Um, you can tell yeah, by the music. Maybe she has like a, a chalkboard yeah. with like instructions for how to kill and she's lecturing the yeah 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 so the creations she on this chalkboard it says at the top like hello class and then below that it says tonight we are going to kill all of these seventh grade boys from herbert h hoover middle school and how dear here is how we're going to do it um yeah step one the old butt cheek yeah (laughs) the old butt cheek up pop is probably primarily what they're going to do and like that's why she's naked is because she is going to use her butt cheeks (laughs) to pop off their heads um yeah, and so basically, yeah, they have a big fight, and like lots of th- people and crafts are dead, and then they, the three remaining boys, and maybe like two of the other boys survive, and they uh, like grab the the cart and they get the hell out of there, and then that's the end of the movie. As well, actually, what the end of the movie is is they are hightailing it out of there, and like they think that they've made it to safety, um, but then. <laughs> Um, like right as they're reaching the end, the edge of Amish territory, they like look back one last time as if to symbolically say goodbye to this horrible experience. And like 10 feet behind them is the kindly farmer with a pitchfork and he is bearing down on them with the pitchfork. And then it abruptly fades to, or it cuts to black. Oh my and God. That's the end. Wow. That's chilling. That's, uh, that's it. Wow. Well, I yeah, love it. I love it too. Uh, Two things I'll say. One, um, 
I respect how much those three characters respected each other. It's a movie that's really about respect at its core. Yeah. I, this this was like a life lesson for me uh-huh. as I listened to your pitch unfold. I'm going to try to treat each of you with that kind of respect wow. every time I interact with you in the future. <laughs> and the second thing is I, I respect how, yet again, you've portrayed the Amish community so respectfully. <laughs> that's actually exactly what I was going to say. Uh, I like this movie because it made Luke stop being disrespectful to us. <laughs> and because it was just very, very Amish. Like, everything about it was super, super Amish. And we don't see Amish representation in film very often. It's nice to just introduce people who maybe are a little less knowledgeable about the culture to a authentic yeah, and just, sure. like, very Amish portrayal of the Amish. You know, I appreciate the fact that you brought that up, Will, um, and I agree with you. Um, And I think that, unfortunately, when there is an underrepresented group in film, they often are shoehorned into the role of villain before they're really able to have a voice of their own. So my goal on this podcast is to turn that notion on its head a little bit. Um, to, to provide some more three-dimensional portrayals of the Amish community and really, you know, allow them to, to, to show their true selves uh, in a way that they, they really haven't before. Um, and so I'm glad that you, you took note of that because uh, it's a work in progress. Yeah, I respect you, Jacob, and I, I ship your pitch. I respect you, Will, but not because you shipped my pitch. My respect for you is not connected to whether or not you shipped my pitch, but I still appreciate that you did. Same. Jacob, I ship your pitch, and I respect you. I respect you, Luke. Uh, The respect for you is conditional on you shipping my pitch, as opposed to my respect for Will, which is (laughs) non-conditional. Okay. Guys, where, where, (laughs) where can we be found? Heck, man, there are a lot of places you can find us. You can find us our website. Yeah, pitchhunt.org. Yeah, check it out. You should check it out. It gets updated every week with the new episode that drops with every week. Just stunning regularity. Shocking regularity. Yeah, you might even say it, respectable regularity. Yeah. If you think that it's Thursday because your phone is telling you it's Thursday, and our ep- our our episode drops, it's Wednesday. I'm sorry. The weekend yeah. is still till still three days away. It's it's Wednesday, and only a week has passed since the last time you're uh, you saw that there was a new pitch on episode, yeah. and that's just the way it is. Um, you can also reach us on social media, I believe, at pitch underscore hunt. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us um, through email, you can do that uh, at. Info at pitchhunt.org gets all of us. Jacob, J-A-K-O-B at pitchhunt.org gets me. Will at pitchhunt.org gets me. Will. Luke at pitchhunt.org gets me. Luke. And we got a lot, we get a lot of these uh, emails, listeners? so um, it might take a while to get back to you, but we we get back but to every fan. Every single one. Every last one. In, uh, in we love you. Each and every one of you. We respect you. We respect you and we love we you. We respect you. We see you. And send us that Venn diagram. Please do. And also, don't forget to stay pitchy. Stay pitchy. Bye. 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 Bye.